I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is just the voice in your head. It might sound a little bit like Matt from the Longball Street podcast, but don't worry about that right now. Just take out your phone, press subscribe, and leave this, a review. This is really creepy, Matt. Don't worry, that's not Flav either. That's just the other voice in your head. Now, don't worry. We're not going to do anything wrong. All we're going to do is subscribe to the Longball Street. Go on, do it now. Your phone's not far away. Well done. Back in the room. What we've got coming up today, uh, Matt, is an amazing podcast with Robbie and James from the Ball Street. I think it's going to be emotional, isn't it, this yeah. first one today? Because it's... Um, uh, we watched the game last night mm. in our respective environments. Mm. Um, disappointment. A lot of anger flying around. A lot of anger, a lot of, lot of asking why. But I, I think first, before we get into that, uh, we just wanted to, to take a little moment to, uh, to say thank you, really. Yeah. Um, because the, the podcast we did last week with, uh, with Ian Wright uh, did pretty goddamn well, didn't it, Flav? Pretty damn well. It's top five. Top five top sp- sport. It was at number four. Actually, was the the highest position we saw it. You know what's really weird Go on. is everything you were saying about thinking positively and sex cells and, and, and that kind of stuff. Of <laughs> sex cells. It's all coming true. Sex cells. We, we're uh, we're becoming the biggest podcast, biggest best podcast on earth in the world. We in were world. we were ahead of Joe Rogan and Fighter and the Kid. <laughs> Some of these like. I hesitate to use the word tin pot podcasts, but Look, they are what they are. Yeah, we Kate, baby. So anyway, um, thanks a lot, everyone that's uh, that subscribed. Subscribe uh, is uh, is doing uh, yeah with this, the reviews, the the feedback. It's been amazing. Thank you very much, and hopefully you enjoy today's podcast uh, where we're going to chat about England. We're going to dissect England. We're going to we're going to really dig dig deep and try and find out what we need to do next. Um, so enjoy. Yeah, well done. Crack on. Long The Long Ball Street is back. Once again, the Renegade Masters. Don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm Flav. I'm here with co-host Matt. Hello. That's written into the contract now that I have to say co-host every intro. And even when you're just addressing me out <laughs> in, the street, in public, in the pub. First time we've got James from Ball Street. Hello. Guest. Guest, yes, guest. guest. <laughs> I, like to, clear. I like to yeah. establish people as <laughs> guests right. and, and, and my place. He's a, new, he's a new co-host. He lost his job. No, no. Guest two. We've got Rob, <laughs> Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV and Ball Street as well, to be fair. Whoa. It's the night, morning <laughs> after. Morning after the night before. I think we should just apologise uh, in advance because if you're listening to this and you're offended by swearing, by hostile, aggressive... Yorkshire moaning and groaning, then switch off now. You're not going to enjoy it. You're ready to go, ain't you? I'm going to hurt somebody (laughs) via the medium of swearing and (laughs) anger. Not physical strikes. Maybe. We'll see who goes. (laughs) So, obviously, everyone's aware England are out. Hodgson resigns directly after the game. Oh, God, what went wrong? Matt, what went wrong? Because you're you're itching to go, aren't you? The game last night, um, I mean, the, the, the. Funny thing about it all is, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that we got knocked out by Iceland. 
I, I felt like that before the game. I was like, the what if, because I've been there with Tottenham many times before. It, it can't happen, but it does. And it does so often. And I was kind of prepared for it because I've been through it before. But I, I feel massively dejected today. Re- really, really uh, low. Mate, right. We've played four teams, all of, all of which have been very happy to sit back. They've all played men behind the ball. And what we've, we've ended up going into the, the, the fourth game essentially having learnt nothing from mm. those games before because I tweeted after about 20 minutes of the first game about the problem um, and it was Sterling and it was the whole shape of that team not really geared up for, for, for Harry Kane just Sterling? well uh, st- uh, st- I think the formation with then having Kane as your central striker um, but, but for me it's like look, the, and we'd said it actually on podcast before we've gone out there with the wrong squad you know, there's people like Milner and Henderson who haven't really even kicked a ball, uh, and Stones that hasn't really kicked a ball. And look at the opponents that we had. We want to have attacking people. Someone like Andros Towns, Townsend, right? Yeah, I agree. Who is a match changer. He's someone that strikes a good, clean ball with both feet. There's no width. There's been no width in the whole tournament. You're playing Raheem Sterling, who's a right footed player who can't connect with the ball that well. Anyway, probably four times out of ten he connects with it well. And you've got him playing on the on the left wing. He's probably gone to the byline once in, in these three starts. And he, how many crosses has he actually put in? Yeah, he's been ineffectual for, for certainly the first two games. But, but, but that's my point, is this was obvious after 20 minutes of the first game. Mm. This was obvious after the first game. And then he starts the same team against Wales. And were we surprised when then at half-time he had to change it and gamble? And then he's changed it a little bit for the third game, which was crazy in itself, the six changes. And, and, then, he, and then he brings in this same starting team for the, for, the, for the Iceland game. And are we expecting a different result? Or have we learnt from what's been happening? I think, yeah, I, I, I've got to agree with the fact that I'm, I wanted to be optimistic about Roy Hodgson. I wanted it to go well. I wanted his experience to come through because he, he has got that, whatever you want to say about Roy Hodgson. But the fact is, is that he did not learn. We played the exact same, it was the exact same thing in every single game. We had the ball the whole time, exactly what Matt's saying. And we didn't, we didn't learn, we didn't, we didn't change, he didn't know... He didn't know how to break down a team like that. And it did seem very obvious. We were just going back into trouble, like you were saying. Instead of, you've got, when there's so many players there, you've got to try and get in behind them somehow. And we didn't, we didn't have the right players in the right Once we got Well, well you're playing um, a guy that's right-footed on the left wing. And last night, with Sturridge out on the right-hand side, a guy that's prominently left-footed. Now, if you're going to play them two like that, why not switch them over for fuck's sake? Well, just to see if it makes any difference. Uh, just, to, just, to, just to give them the threat of going on the outside. Because if you're sitting in your box and you've got big centre half that are quite comfortable with static balls into the box, right? What you've actually got to do is you've got to try and make them defend in a different way. You've got to get behind that team. You've got a players running across them. You've got to make them move out of position a little bit. So if you're playing people that are essentially cutting in, you're narrowing the play. Yeah. You're making it easier for a def- for a defence like that. To to defend because you you're narrowing the, ex- the 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 width of play. You're you're cover, yeah. Well, yeah. you're supposed to be by by having like inverted wingers, so to speak, that will cut in. You but that's supposed to leave width for the fullbacks. But they just didn't. It just didn't happen yeah. yesterday. The problem. The problem for me. It's not Raheem Sterling, not Townsend. If he came, not any of these players. We've got good players out there, right? We do some very good players. The problem for me from day one. And anybody who knows me will tell you, is Roy Hodgson. I agree. How the hell did this guy get the job? Yeah. Right? And, the guy, and, 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 and Robbie, it was obvious after the World Cup. Yeah. Because we were shite back, in the World going Cup. Going back before even the World Cup, the guys at Liverpool flops. Yeah. You get a big job at Liverpool, you flop. What's your next job? Yeah. Should be something lower, shouldn't it? Yeah. No, you get the England job. Yeah. Right? Uh, he he, 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 he flops. Well. What did he win at West Brom? He's never going to win anything. But, but what did he win at West Brom? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you, you, you say that, then, but you said that. But Ranieri won something at Leicester. Yeah, and that's the proves uh, the rule, uh, isn't it? And, and people have yeah, but people have still won cups and have got to cup finals. Swansea things like that. Yeah. What did he do? He's done nothing. He did then a very he gets, good job at West he gets the job right. The first tournament, right? First tournament, he does doesn't get us. It um, doesn't get us beyond the knockout stages. Yeah, right. Gets beaten the first time he comes up against a, a decent team. Everybody says, oh, yeah, but it's not his team. He's, he, he came in. So they give him another chance. He goes to the World Cup, right? He doesn't even get us out of the group mm. in the World Cup, yeah. right? In 2014. 
what do we do instead of sacking him? Every yeah. other manager, I was looking at a list of some of the managers that walked after that, right? Robbie's done Prandelli, I love this. Prandelli at Italy, walked. Scolari, Brazil, walked. Sabella, Argentina, walked. Stephen Keshi, Nigeria, walked. Yeah. Carlos Quiros, Portugal. As soon as they got knocked out, yeah. they just resigned, in? right? Who they just resigned. We, in England, we give a loser... Let's face it, he's a loser because he's he's gone now to two tournaments, yeah. right? And you're laughing about it, but he's no, gone right. to two tournaments and he's done nothing. Oh, yeah, and he has to and then what now. do we do? Oh, don't worry about that. Yeah. You can take us to Euro 2016 and yeah. lose again. Yeah. So why are we all surprised? The guy is just not... He's got a tournament win rate of 27.3%. That's Played right. 11, won three, drawn five. And, and, and that's the thing, Robbie. It doesn't matter. If, you, what players he had, he would have flopped. He's useless. You're right. It, Simple. I, I completely agree. And, and, and James, you'd said earlier, oh, he's an experienced manager. And he, and, and he is, right? But like Robbie said, he's not really won anything. He's not experienced in winning, and, is he? And, and I remember that, that Hodgson, about 20 years ago, when he was managing Switzerland, I believe, yeah. he was there, this is 20-odd years ago, was seen as being a progressive manager. Now... The game's moved on. The world's moved on. It's it's advancing at an alarming almost rate. And you've got Roy Hodgson, who I'm I'm not being funny. He he doesn't. He clearly hasn't moved with it. There's clearly no plan. There's no analog manager in 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 a digital age. Completely. So simple. We got a winner in before Hodgson in Capello. Yeah. And that was a horrendous appointment. But you know what? He actually did better than Hodgson in tournaments. Hodgson has done... No. What has Hodgson done I know, I in a... To- and Hodgson's had three tournaments. This is his third tournament. I agree and with how you. How is that? I agree with you, Robbie. I do. I understand that. But there, 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 it's quite a simplistic way to look at it. No, it's not s- simplistic. No, no. It's right. obvious. No, no, no. It's simplistic in, in... Robbie, it's simplistic in the sense of saying we'll just bring in a winner. It's such much more nuanced... No, but then... Uh, but then all right, and that makes a good point, right? If you look at the managers now, right? Look at the young progressive managers that some of the country and this was I remember at the last World Cup I said why can't we get a manager a young progressive guy right manager like say Germany have got with Joachim Lowe where's that where's our where's our version to that why can't why can't why can't why can't we go for somebody like that why can't we bring into why are we just playing it safe Mm. With Roy Hodgson, because basically that's what we did. Okay, Roy's right. a safe hand. All right, we've that's established just, how we feel about Roy Hodgson. I, I think the thing is, right, and, and I don't think it's... Uh, I know it's a good question, James, but Rob, Robbie doesn't have to come up with an answer about who we should have had, and, and I know we'll get on to talk about it, but in terms of who we should have now... I, I think mean, it's a big question a lot of the time. It, it, when, it, when you're going through it all, you have to go... Well, well, who is there that's better? It's a bit like Van Hal. Do you think there's nobody better than Roy Hodgson? I really hope there's someone better than Roy Hodgson now because he has failed. He's completely failed. Yeah, no doubt. Completely been failing. They've been failing now for how many years? Have been in the job six, yeah. look, five. They've been the, failing all the time. The fact of the matter is, right, is that they had man to man worse footballers, people that maybe aren't as athletic, aren't as gifted, mm-hmm. haven't played in big games and stuff like that. These guys don't. We, we've got a Premier League. They don't have a league. Right, in Iceland. Now, the, the the thing is, is is that kind of stuff doesn't matter. I don't think England are the best team, the best players in the world, right? Um, or, or they have the best potential. But what we kind of need to have is a manager that's actually able to look at what we've got and to galvanise that. Because mm. it's not just about the best team always wins. It's not about the most money always always wins. Or, or, or the best sorry, squad of players that always win. What it's actually about... It, it, it's about galvanising that team spirit. It's about understanding where you're strong and where you're weak yeah. and playing to like, those. Like, like, like Italy, for instance. So you yeah. look at Italy uh, and they've yeah. got Giaccarini and Graziano Pella up front, mm. who probably wouldn't even make it into England's team, yeah. right? But yet still, they've been the, one of the best teams to watch in the tournament. They've been yeah. dynamic. They all know what they're doing. They've got a p- formation that they all work to. A they they, they the work shape. hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. And then you look at our team, look at the talent in that team from top to don't, bottom. Don't get me wrong, last night I, I've wanted to support Hodgson this whole time, as, as I've shown there and what I've said, but he lost me last night completely. And everything you've said is completely correct. He lost correct. me in 2012. And, and that most important mm. point that you're making, that he didn't... They, they were scared out there. And there was no leaders out there and there's no one inspiring them to be leaders. And that's, that's a huge failing. Well, I just think you've got, to, you've got to put your players in a position to succeed to play to their strengths uh, and to actually give them some kind of 
some kind of structure, some kind of methodology, some modus operandi that they believe in. You know, and, and it looks like it's, it's gone, oh, there's my formation, there it is, go out, lads, and, and that's going to be enough. And it's not, because we're essentially losing to, to a team that's just actually playing according to a plan. The Iceland players looked very comfortable last night. They looked comfortable at 1-0 down, listen, they're comfortable the whole time. To, to, and, 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 and that's because they had, a, they had a formation that they believed in, they knew what they were doing. Mm. They had a few set players from throw-ins, etc. They were making nice little triangles. They took the like, piss out of us. They, they were playing the two players up front. We, right? Right? They surprised us with the way they play. That's number one. Again, tactically, Roy Hodgson got done. And if you even look in the second half, they had the best chance. That shot that hit Joe Hart, he didn't know nothing about it. Yeah. Right? It's a great save. But he didn't know much about so, it. They should really have got three goals. All right, so Tottenham's contingent got a lot of the blame. Tottenham, Tottenham are nothing without Pochettino. That Pochettino, I think that's what we've learned. Well, I, I think there is something in that. I mean, look, uh, Pochettino... The next man- England manager. <laughs> oh, Jesus, take him. I'll take him. Go on, we can have a forum on then. That's fine. <laughs> uh, listen, now, if, if you've got five players that played very well last season. A lot of people aiming a lot of shots at them saying, well, why didn't you do it for England? Similarly, in the same way they say that to Messi and, and you know, John Barnes used to get it a, a lot as well. Yeah, Messi, they, they get, get to the final. I know, I know. But, but my, <laughs> my point is, and, and then uh, yeah. this the other Come day. On, well, my yeah. point is uh, here is that um, if Pochettino can get the best out of these players, and actually, I, I, I've never seen Harry Kane play as bad as he as he has in in the last three games that he played, and there is something wrong there. And I've been a big, I'm not a big fan of Pochettino. I've just been willing to let him have a go, mm. but. You're right. Everyone's right. But this is it, right? About putting players in a position to succeed. So Raheem Sterling, okay. Uh, do you remember when he played? When was he really good at Liverpool? Right, maybe eighteen, now, 18 months ago. Yeah. And how were they playing? Like, how were they set up? I'll tell you. So they're, they're a counter-attacking yeah, team. Yeah. And what you do is Sterling. It would pick up the ball a lot of the time in his own half, sweeping it up in front of his front of his defence, deep in midfield, and he'd carry a ball. And they had deliberate, incisive movement from Sturridge, from Suarez, and they would just brutally hurt teams in an instant. Right? That's what. And Raheem Sterling was running with pace from deep, and that's what used to cause teams problem. That's when he was at the top of his game. Now contrast that scenario with what England were clearly going to face from their fairly weak group. And from the Iceland game, Sterling's in it playing against a very different opposition. You're playing against an opposition that's letting you have the ball in your own half, that's not committing men forward, that's sitting very deep. So when you're actually as a wide man, you get in the ball, you get in possession with everything in front of you. You, you know, you get in the ball with someone up your ass, and you've got to hold it, and you've got to be strong. So Raheem Sterling, as an athlete, and as he's not a rubbish footballer, mm-hmm. he played rubbish. He's not a rubbish footballer. He has yeah, got talents. Absolutely. However, his unique set of qualities were 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 never going to succeed yeah. in that England team and within that setup, and, and that has a knock-on effect on your boy Harry Kane yeah it, it does I mean, so, so, so that's, the whole setup was wrong and right. that's why it wasn't a surprise and that's why I, I can't believe that it took him to the 75th minute of the first game to make the change the second game he starts with the same people it's only because we're, if we'd have been nil-nil with Wales at half time he wouldn't have fucking changed it mm. And how he's gone and brought it back in for this Iceland game when quite clearly Iceland were going to sit back and defend I have no idea although you could say that for me everybody's been digging out Ryan Sterling and he has been very poor in in all four games right or the three games he played but I think the worst player and it's not just a Tottenham I know people are going to say it's a Tottenham thing the worst player in that England team has been Harry Kane Harry Kane has been has been the worst player at least Ryan Sterling had an effect yesterday. He did win us a penalty, yeah, right with with a bit of pace and trickery that he did. Uh, do you know Harry what, Kane. I, I, Harry Kane has had no effect on any of the game. Every every corner he hit has been terrible, but yet still he was taking corners. Every free kick he hit either ballooned over the bar, went about ten yards wide. Why was he doing that? Why was he taking all these things? Who gave him the instructions to do that? It's the manager, right? So are we? Are we all agreed? But Roy Hedgeson probably isn't good enough to be England manager. Is that, is that what I'm getting that feeling? You're getting that feeling. Yeah, you're, you're so in tune with that. I've got to say, I'm a little bit disappointed in someone like. Because I, I think Harry Kane struggled as well because of the point Completely. that Matt's making it that. We, he was just he was just so he needs a supply he needs balls into the box so, not against a static defence he needs balls yeah, into he also needs to do more we're making a lot of excuses for him he was he was talked up as one of the top players if but he look, is a top player if you look at, if you look at Cristiano Ronaldo yeah right as as well he's playing in probably a team of probably even 
not even as talented. A team you know, that revolves a few, around. There's a know. few. There's that's a few. The there are some around. talented individuals in that team, but England is equally as talented. But when it came time to step up, him as an individual in that game, in the time of need, he said, "You know what? Give me the ball." I never once saw Harry Kane sort of saying, "You know, even yesterday, Harry Kane, or even any of the other, not just Harry Kane, but some of the other so-called big players in England's team, say, here." Give me the ball. Let me go and show. The other night when I saw France playing, when they went 1-0 down against the Republic of Ireland, you could see Pogba and Griezmann. Give me the ball. I'll do something. I didn't see Harry. The only time he said give me the ball is when he went to take a free kick or when he went to take a corner or something. Yeah, I mean, look. You've got to look at what, what kind of player Harry Kane is, right? And where Harry Kane really wants the ball and what he needs to be fed by. You talk about Pogba. Pogba's deep sitting in midfield. Griezmann is a guy that comes so deep. Cristiano Ronaldo. C- c- comes deep. Giroud is the focal point of that attack. He's a Harry Kane role, I guess, in a way. But the, the fact of the matter is, look, Harry Kane is a great footballer. But Harry Kane, like, honestly, mate, honestly mate, after 20 minutes of the first game, check my Twitter timeline, my personal mm. one, I says that this... The way this formation is set up is it would suit any one of our strikers, Rashford, Vardy or Sturridge, more than it would yeah. suit Harry Kane. Because what Harry Kane needs is he needs balls into the box, he needs penetration and he needs movement around him. He's not the kind of guy that, that, that drags defenders from touchline to touchline. Hold on, Matt. Roy Hodgson, Gary Neville, all those people around told Harry Kane, you're a great footballer, like what you just said. He ain't. He's a good footballer. This was his chance to prove to everybody. <laughs> That's not going to motivate him, though, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. But with what the, Harry, with the, Harry, come here. No, come no. Here. What, what, understand you know, what I'm saying. With the free reign that he had in that team, right? <laughs> they said to him, "You are the greatest, Harry." Right? He literally had he had free reign on everything. Harry Kane is a good footballer, right? Harry Kane had a chance on that stage to prove that he's a great footballer. He failed. I'm sorry. Right, it's as simple as that's how it boils down to. I think if you look at when it comes to tournaments, simple way of looking things. Messi's getting stick at the to- at the moment, not for winning. Mate, mate, this is mate. where your great players step up. I think that this look it says a lot, right, about about us and Messi when Messi's gutted when he's got to two finals, scored a hat trick exactly. in one of the games, and he don't feel like he's he's doing a good enough job. Mm. And he actually played in the World Cup in 2014 off a season where he'd actually been injured for the first yeah, time in yeah. his career throughout and what, the and what, and what has he said? Um, and what has he said? I don't know exactly what he, he said. said. He said, I'm resigning. Yeah, yet it, still Roy, Roy Hudson, even after flopping in the last yeah. tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll continue. But, but, if everyone did that. But, 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 but look, no, I don't think you can play... I think that Kane will be the first person to say, do you know what, when I struck them balls, I didn't strike them well. Do you know what, uh, I could have done better. But look, what actually clear-cut chances has that team div- uh, created for its striker? Not many, Rob. We've had a couple of headers, we've had a couple of flash long shots. We've not actually created... Yeah, we've not hurt him. And we haven't done that, right? Because that team is not set up... Like what I was saying earlier about the, the strengths and the skills of each player and what you've got and putting your players in the best chance to succeed. Playing Raheem Sterling out there, playing mm. playing strike, uh, playing Weidman with the wrong feet that are actually making mm. play narrower rather than wider it, it is a mistake. That's actually not doing Harry Kane any favours. So then when you're in a free kick, you're frustrated, you're in a bad state of mind, it's not flowing right. Uh, none of them have played well, but the, the yeah, blame... But no, 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 wait a second. For the guy. blame, Rob, it lies firmly at the hands of Roy, ha- Roy Hodgson slash... The people that have put him and kept him in that well, damn job I, I because the that. England set up, it's a farce. It's been a farce for years. The whole structure of football in this country, it's not geared up to create us a national team that we can be proud of. I'm a Huddersfield Town fan. I see this arrogant Premier League, you lot and all your money, paying all these people, <laughs> all this bloody cash. Aren't we amazing? Oh, calm down, calm down. Uh, no, no, but it's true. <laughs> but aren't we amazing? The arrogance in English football, and it's not geared up right, that the whole England thing, for me, it's, it's a mirage. Well, that's it's what I'm a hoax. That's what I'm it's saying. Happen because all saying. it does is it creates and it maintains an elite, an elite of that top but five Matt, or six clubs. That's, that's all what it I'm does. saying about Harry Kane. He's a very good player, but he's not a great. Where did this great? What's he done to be great? He hasn't even guys, played in the Champions League. Guys, he great? I can hear people bringing up razor blades at home. This is, I could sit in there going, Jesus, we're really you, shit. Be, we? Before you do, be do, do it with the, with the razor blades, could you just open your iPhone and subscribe <laughs> to the Ball Street? 
Street podcast and, and maybe leave a review. Five stars. It's your choice, but you're going to, you yeah. know, you're going to do the, the raised blade thing anyway. Yeah. Listen, there's a positive. There's yeah, a right, positive. This is it. What, what, what are the positives? I've got right? one. The, the Royal Ocean's resigned. That's a positive. Right, right, that's a positive. It goes back to your, your point about Spurs. Yeah. Apart from a dreadful half last night, I thought Eric Dyer was was very good. Yeah, he was very good. Okay. Deli Alli was awful. But let's not. But, but let's, he was wanting the ball, just to go back to what you say now. Deli Alli yeah. was showing for the ball and he was getting really frustrated because we weren't able to sort of to, to find it. But do you know why we weren't able to find it? Because again, the setup of that team was wrong. It was making it very easy for them to defend. We didn't stretch them. But, but Deli Alli wanted the we, ball. Uh, we had a question from Sam Harrison. Thank you, Sam. He says, who should be the next England manager? Should we go English again or foreign? We need someone modern who's passionate. Well, I could throw my hat in the ring. I think that's what I think. This is, I think this is what the guy's hinting at, right? He wants me, doesn't he? Yeah. You, you wouldn't do no worse. I would. With that bloody crop of players, you're mad if you can't figure out a plan. Yeah. And they're young as well. Give that's, me the that's job. Another, there's another positive for you. Yeah. 20, the best crop we've had in years. The average it? the average age is 25, which yeah. I think is the youngest in the tournament. So that is exciting, and maybe part. I hope it's part of the of the failing is that. Mentally, they 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 panicked, didn't they? Yesterday, it felt like they were well, in let's, quicksand. Let's I actually hope. hope let's actually hope that Hodgson is as bad as all That'd of this. That'd be great, wouldn't it? It yeah. is because it means the next manager coming in probably won't. You know, we'll be able to fix some of the things yeah, that Hodgson's I mean, done wrong. He's he's an old manager and, and and he was progressive twenty years ago, but he's in a situation now where. He's probably run out of ideas. He's probably run out of things that he can it do even that change like the game. I, it, it, I mean, me, me, um, me going back to that question for me, hmm. um, and we were sort of arguing about this last think, night. All right, arguing, okay, you can have to bring that I was, out. I was yeah. arguing with James last night. Arguing, I, I think I was arguing with you. you said, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> no, I'm going to bed, Robbie. Can you yeah. shut up now? <laughs> no, not again, Robbie. <laughs> go, on, go on, Rob. Sorry, go back to the garage and do a video on it. For me, there's no manager... At the moment, in England, that's good enough to take this job. All right, so it's as simple as that. Bookies are saying you have to go for it. That's I agree with. Listen, yeah. <laughs> that I agree with. Bookies are saying Allardyce. Oh God, you oh listen, listen. Favorite is Southgate. <laughs> and uh, Shearer's obviously thrown his hat in the ring. They just put the razor blades away. Shearer. So listen, so listen. When you listen to that, when you hear names like Scott Southgate, yeah, yeah. you just say to yourself. We're well doing up. it again. Yeah, might as well give up. We're yeah. doing it again. Shearer's it's another. It's yeah. another. Yeah, it's, that's a young Shearer's Hodgson. Shearer shouldn't even be talking. Southgate is a young Hodgson. Yeah, right? another just, failed manager who was at Villa yeah. failed. Can I throw gonna, a now name what? In? Now you're going to come and manage England? Can what? I throw a name in the ring? Please be the Icelandic guy. <laughs> yeah, the is dentist. That... He's a part-time dentist, and he's managed to get that right. He's Listen, outwitted did you see and them? Out. Did, did you see them guys on the touchline? Right, yeah. they looked oh, honestly. Yeah. They looked very calm. They knew exactly what the plan was. They, the, the instructions, they weren't face. You look at the England team, you look at the, the vibe of them. Do you know what I mean? You look well, at the Roy, listen, listen, Royalton, galvanizing Royalton, Ray Lewitton. Oh, come on, God, it's a dinosaur, God. Ray Lewitton. And then you've got, he goes and appoints Gary Neville because he's a good TV pundit. Right? I just want to say. The, the rugby team have got a foreign manager. For all these people who've got a problem with a foreign manager, yeah? Our rugby team, who failed miserably at home in the World Cup, went and got a foreign manager. They just won the Grand Slam. They went down to Australia, beat an Australia in a test first time ever yeah, in their history, right? And they they right. bounced back, didn't they, yeah. from a really the cricket, bad World Cup? Yeah, the cricket team have brought in an Aussie, right? They won the, the, was it the one-day thing. They got to the final of the 2020. They beat an Australian yeah, in like, one of their top... What, what is it with us in football that we're so snobbish... That we feel that snobbish. it has to be an English Bobby, manager. Brexit. It's not snobbish. Man. Brexit. <laughs> Don't get foreign <laughs> managers in. Because uh, I because I think we should. Uh, I think. We I, have I would player. like an English manager, but why does he have to be? Can English? I no, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be English, or it doesn't have to be foreign. We've done this before. If you remember, after Keegan, when Keegan failed and we'd lost to Germany, and everyone's like. Um, actually, we need to get a. Fo- was, hang on, was it Keegan before? No, you're right. You're right. I'm yeah. just thinking. And, and then we want Keegan. a foreign manager. So then we had Sven. And after a bit, when it wasn't happening with Sven, we we're like, do you know what? We need a bloody English manager again. <laughs> and we got rid of him. And, and, of was, it, was it the Wally with the Broly at that point? It's Steve McLaren. McLaren. Yeah. And then after McLaren, it was like, hang on, we need a foreign manager. It, it don't matter what they are, right? It don't matter where they're from. You get the best we, manager. What for we the job. need is we need. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Need someone that's actually not just going out there and going, right, I'm going to pick 11 fucking people, right, and, and put them in a formation. You've got to have someone that's looking at the opposition and that's actually trying to galvanise because, because teams... Teams that have been outnumbered on the battlefield have managed to win through strategy. In in fighting, in boxing, in UFC, the underdogs, the people that shouldn't win, have managed to win by it, strategy. I reckon that Roy didn't even go to watch Iceland, did they? Is what I was reading. Yeah. All right, let's move on from Roy. But, but, but that's what I mean. It, for, for me, it's about the kind of person. The world that we're in now, but there's a lot of information. Yeah. There's a lot to do about leadership, about inspiring... Um, someone like Jose Mourinho that's actually able to I've get more name. out of a team. I've got a name. Go it's on. not Jose. Eddie Howe. No. What? Hang no, on a minute. No, Hang no, on. No, Let no, me no, explain no. then. <laughs> Let me explain, right? He's oh. young, progressive. He's in his 30s. He understands modern football. He knows what it is to take a, yeah. a, a small team like Brighton, although well-financed, into the Premier League and make them survive. We always go with these old, old managers, you know... Harry Redknapp would have probably got the job at the time. Hodgson, McLaren, they like you say, they're dinosaurs. They don't understand football. I want someone someone who's got a track record of winning things, right? This is is an England job. I've been to St George's Park. You guys have been there as well. The best facilities you can possibly think of. We pay the best wages. We've got very good players. Why don't we get someone in who's a winner? A track record of winning, a progressive Who? manager. Who, like, well, that's, Capello, the of the, that's the job of the yeah, FA to go out and find it. Yeah, anyone... I was thinking, like, so for instance, is it Une Emery, the guy at Sevilla? Yeah. He's a winner, he's good at knockout competitions. He's gone to PSG, right? I think. Okay, well, Hiddink. somebody of that ilk. I like Hiddink. Gus Hiddink. He just does a good Maybe job. a little bit older, but let's get in a proper manager. Eddie Howe, his time will come. Well, he's progressing. How he's progressing, his time will come. He's not ready for that job. Southgate. What the guy, they need a one with a pizza. Yeah. Who, after he missed the penalty, was there making pizza around. What, yeah. That's a real winner, isn't it? Go on, We're James, really going to go to the next World Cup and do great <laughs> under Southgate. Gareth Southgate. James Come on. I, agree, I agree that, that the, the list of possible England managers at the moment is really, really weak. But if you take a look at the longer term view, we don't have enough coaches in this country. In, yeah. in Holland, in these other countries, they have so many coaches, and they bring like Holland. I know Holland probably not the best example right now, but they've brought through a lot of people because they know the next manager is going to be another Dutch person. It's going to be that way. I think we take the hit, and we we say that's why we should always have an English manager because from a longer point right. of view, perspective, there's a view that you can get that get to that top job. That there's going to be a top job. How many yeah. English managers have those top top jobs? Why have the rugby guys? We need guys? to look further. further why have the rugby guys then? Gone with this guy. You're he looking went, at winning. He, You're he just went, concentrating on winning. They, they identified this guy. They looked at him and, I, and they said, you know what? The guy's gone to Japan. And he's turned the Japanese. It's a bit like the Iceland story. Mm. He's turned these Japanese players into an awesome team. They're all playing for to each other. They were, this guy, he's a winner. They well, go and get, get the guy. They go and get the guy. Immediately the attitude of that England rugby team changes. When they went down to Australia the other day and they were interviewing the captain, of the um, of the England rugby team, he said, "Yeah, we we can win this," mm. and they were like, "What? 
What's it got what talking being so arrogant, that, Rob? Right? Is, is a the, winning mentality all of a sudden of course, being instilled in that team? Might, in that in that instance, it might be that there was this manager who was is obviously massively gifted, and it was available, and they managed to take that opportunity. They went out there and it, identified. It currently isn't that. Uh, unless, unless what did they do? Foreign managers. We do not look. I, I think it's difficult. I actually was saying um, after the 2014 World Cup that I feel like we've got the players. Not like we've got the best players in the world, right? Because it, it, yeah, we've got enough. <laughs> we've, we've got enough quality. But actually, the, the the main problem is that these people need to be connected behind a strategy behind something that inspires and galvanises them to actually reach beyond their capa- their, their, uh, their yeah, capabilities as players. Yeah. yeah, and so, so it needs someone to do that. I, I don't know who the guy is, but someone like a, um, like a Mourinho, who I think, although it went wrong at, at the end of his last spell at Chelsea, for whatever reasons to do with physios and stuff like that, if you look at him, what he's done beforehand, right... Um, he, he's one of those guys that I think is able to get people to follow him, which I think is a key thing, because then you, you've got the ability to do something that might seem a bit odd, like playing Pepe in midfield, a centre-half in midfield in a game, or or to just do something that's a, um, a plan, a strategy, uh, something to believe in, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's not available. Or, or even if, yeah, I know it, but, but that's what yeah, it kind of requires. And, that, and a, lot of those, a lot of those qualities that you've just said are the exact same qualities that you just said in the... In the, the uh, is thing. it Eddie Jones? Yeah. It's someone that's actually trying yeah. something and that's actually got the conviction of getting people to buy into a plan. It's a job in the FA to identify these... Black, these uh, I would, I'd like to see... Because I don't, I don't think that guy exists at the moment. That's what I, that's, oh, I don't think he's available right now. He's he's not, there's four of us we, we, we can't put that no. name forward. I, I would say, it. what about this? What about you have Glenn Hoddle, someone who's been there and done it, oh, with an Eddie Howe. With an Eddie Howe, and they work together, yeah. and you have Glenn that Hoddle's progressive... Glenn Hoddle's time is over. Go, yeah, What's the last manager job he done? I don't was know. Was it he got sacked at Swindon was his last job, wasn't no, it? No, no. Thank you very well. Swindon got promoted. Glenn Hoddle is, again... Again, yeah, we're doing it again. was when the back pass rule was still in it. Hold on, we're doing it again. A great... Pundit on TV. Well, would you think Germany, yeah, are going to go and say, oh, he's a great pundit on TV like Gary Neville. Let's bring him in to coach our team. All right, okay. No, um, well, let's be professional with this thing, man. This is a joke. What's wrong with England? Just to say that, and it comes down to essentially how the FA's structured there's no it doesn't seem to be any like long term plan about really getting to anywhere it's not uh, the whole setup of the around the England team like all of English football it's to create value in commercial properties and, and to make money and to maintain the growth of that because every year they're able to generate more cash out of the Premier League rights they're able to generate more cash out of the England sponsorships with oh, all of a sudden this brand and this brand are involved uh, and that seems to be the emphasis um so I think you really needs to be picked apart, and I'd, I'd love to be a part of something that, that did that. That would be a very cool project to try and go, do you know what, by <clears> 2028 or 2030, we're going to have this England team that does X, Y, or Z. That would be a lovely thing to do. And I think a vital part of that, because there's lessons all around the world. I remember when I first started watching international football, we'd be beating teams 5-0, eight, beating Turkey 8-0 or yeah. something like that, right? Because the rest of the world that didn't have the facilities, they, they didn't have these professional leagues, they, they were behind us, right? And now, actually, not only have they caught up, but they've kind of many countries have advanced. And, Iceland's and, a great example. And I don't think I think we're we're even more naive than we were back then. I think we've got less nouse than we had, but less guile and less cleverness in our battle. You know, in the art of that war. And I'd quite like to see some kind of program whereby uh, this coaching thing, it's not done actually at St George's Park or any of them. I'd like to see that there's these secondments in places like Barcelona, in Holland and in different parts of the world to really understand the way that other coaches and other systems are developing and nurturing talent. That's what I'd quite like. And I wish Stu was here actually just to tell us about Mark Warburton because I think that he's gone and done that kind of stuff. And and, and that's, that's... that's been party to lots of different leagues and experience in his career. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So he's yeah he's he took he left the city. You know we all know that story about him working in the city, and he he left to to become a manager in a weird way, and went to these different places. Went to Ajax. Went to those different places to off his own back. On was it? Pretty, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, to to get himself uh, you know the experience, the knowledge yeah. of that battle. Exactly what you're saying, and and, and there's elements 
to his management that he's, he did in, at Brentford and at Rangers, where things like he likes a very small squad, and that's actually why he left Brentford because um, they long story I guess, but their their chairman likes this sort of data approach, and yeah. so there's. With that, there's the understanding of, of luck plays a huge part. And because yeah. of that, there's going to be injuries, which means you should have a bigger squad. Yeah. Whereas Warburton was like, no, I want 18 in my squad because they know that they've got a chance of getting into, yeah, into so the team. Psychological, motivational... Strength to that, yeah, and right. a camaraderie that even though you're a sub and you're not in mm. the team and you've only played one game all year, one, one injury and you're probably in there. So I guess the, the, that... that those nuances, that understanding of that. Yeah. So, so, so that's what I'd like. Something we need. You know, why do we? It'd be quite cool to create this plan where uh, you have almost eight or nine different locations whereby different clubs or different setups in the world, and and that you just get a bunch of different guys. You start ten guys on this fast track. You you pick, get people to apply for it. Might be people coming to the end of their careers. Might be people that are former coaches or coaches already, and they just kind of almost rotate around this thing, picking up strengths. And you know, hopefully, one or two that, good managers. Because, 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 because it's been a while since England had like good long managers. Long term stuff, and that's that's great. And you know, long term, I agree. We do coaching, all that needs to be better. But what I like to ask you guys is, we haven't won um, a major title now for 50 years, yeah, over 50 years, and there's the World Cups in two years now. Now, what do you guys want to achieve in the next World Cup? Do you want to go there to try and win it? All right. Or, or is the aim just to go there and maybe get out of the group? What, what, what is the aim? I think, as a fan, it'd be just getting out alive. Of Russia, many a true selling And um, in, uh, but as uh, from what I'd expect from England and Russia, I'd, at this stage, I'd, I'd expect nothing. No, what would you like to happen? Get out of the group stages. So I'd say life shorts to go into every tournament and give it give it a go and stop. And, and that's a problem that we've, the team has had is that there, there's a fear of failure instead of a need to achieve. No, no, no. So just go no, what I'm saying is, you're sitting around now, right? You're a member of the FA. Is going to make the decision on choosing the next manager. What what is your aim in the next World Cup? Are you looking to win it? Are you is, are you Should looking at always, so, always yeah, right? So always. if you're looking to win it, are you seriously telling me that Glenn Hoddle or guys like Eddie Howe and that? There's no disrespect to these guys. Eddie Howe's a great up and coming manager. Is Eddie Howe really going to go? To the next World Cup and win us it. Probably not. Is, hey. is Glenn Hoddle going to win us? The, Rob, this I, is why I said, listen, we, time has come now to be very serious with this thing. If we want to go in and win, like what the rugby guys have said, we want to win something. So we're going to go out there and get whatever is the best. I don't know exactly who that best person is at the moment, but that is what you need to. If you're sitting around a table, uh, us four as a panel, and we're trying to find that person, we're like. Our mindset is we want to win the next World Cup, right? So let's look at somebody who can win it for us, right? Mm. And okay. that's why, at the moment, I would love an English manager, but at the moment, Sam Allardyce and people yeah. Pulises and um, Pardews and that are not going to win me. All right, we're going over I, the we're next kind of going over World Cup. Yeah. I, I'd just like to say, right, I, I wouldn't be able to sit here and make a recommendation or say Hiddink, Hiddink versus... Eddie Howe, uh, until, I, until I'd actually spoken to them, until I'd seen various things in, in the way that they thought and, and their, uh, the, the concepts that they had about how things should be done. Because someone like Eddie Howe has managed to galvanise a Bournemouth team to, mm. to play beyond, uh, beyond its quality, to play beyond its payroll. Uh, and and ultimate, I'm just saying that- ultimately, if you're a general of an army, if you're, and, and that's a sporting thing, you need to, people need, if you're a leader, People need to follow you. You need to get into their hearts and minds, and you because people. Matt, can, all I'm trying to say to you is that just the decision process, the mindset of what you're thinking. I mean, you know, you, you're going to employ somebody. You don't go on to like this is what we've done in the past here yeah, in the England job. We've like, oh, we want to win things. Let's go on to LinkedIn and pick a, lo- <laughs> pick a loser. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, that's what we did with Roy Hodgson, basically. All right, yeah. so you know, I just want to make sure we need to want, reverse that. You definitely want a winner to go. To be I want a winner. All right, brilliant. I want a win. For <laughs> right, let's uh, let's let's move on from England, unless you've got anything else to say, because I want to talk about the tournament as a whole and football and, and, and Iceland a little bit. Is yeah, there anything you want to add? No, let's 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 move on, mate. Yeah. Oh, just that by the way, yeah. Joe Hart has got a bit done. <laughs> like, what did yeah. I say at the start? <laughs> what about, sorry, what did I say? Fraser Forster should have been in there from the beginning. <laughs> you did, you did actually. And also, straight after the this. Is what's funny is right. So after the half-time break, 
all this lined up programmatic already purchased TV advertising online all this oh Joe Hart head and shoulders yeah. advertising t- hitting me on Facebook and it's just like yeah. did, did, did you see what um, apparently an Iceland player said that um, he come out of the tunnel and heard Joe Hart say that you know come on guys we can't we've got to play better than this against France in the next round oh is that true and that we, we yeah. can't well that's what the player just what's coming said, well, said really. yeah, that's what the player that, said that, that doesn't surprise me I mean and we can't lose to this pile of shit yeah. right. um, I don't know Michael Bisbin just beat Luke Rockhold um, in the, for the middleweight title of the UFC and essentially um, Luke Rockhold had beaten Bisbin two years ago in two rounds very comfortably Bisbin got called up to fight on two weeks, 12 days notice actually, yeah. uh, and got this title shot because Chris Weidman had pulled out with injury. And everybody in a two horse race, Bisbin was a, was a 10 to 1 shot. In a two horse race, everybody overlooked him. Do you know what happened? Bisbin knocked Rock, and, and Rockhold was into it almost like he didn't want to be there because Bisbin was beneath him. And Bisbin knocked him out in the first round. That whole, that basic fundamental rule about not underestimating your opponent, yeah. opponent you know, yeah. it, it's true. And it wouldn't surprise me if, if that's how they went and into appar- it. Apparently, Harry Kane, the player said that Harry Kane asked the referee that if um, we lose this game, are we out of the cup? That's, that's <laughs> nonsense. Shut up. That's what I heard. Is it, is it <laughs> it's an intelligent geezer, isn't it? It's just some gooner making something up. Like 10 seconds of people's lives. <laughs> Yeah. That's not a good way uh, made it out. That's what the yeah, player no, is. Like, actually, there, there's just pools of razor blades sitting around, uh, pools of blood, and then just like iPhones playing the rest of the podcast. There were too many. <laughs> I must <laughs> make this clear right now. There were too many Spurs players in that team. <laughs> I don't care. Sorry, I don't care. I'm, don't care. I'm not biting because I want to move on. <laughs> right, Iceland. Um, a great story. We've talked about them. So what? Um, <laughs> the football f- footballers are old. Uh, have you enjoyed this tournament so far? Do you, are you going to carry on watching it? I mean, we have to as a company and as, a, as an industry, and this is what we're into, but one of the worst things about having to produce media after your team has just been beaten is... It's cathartic to a certain extent, but it's also quite a miserable existence at times. Um, so, so yeah, but what, what are your feelings now that England are out? Have you enjoyed this tournament generally? Have you been able to look past your misgivings about Hodgson, for example, about um, enjoy the rest of the football? I, personally, I watched two, two games at the weekend and I fell asleep during both of them. I actually so no. fell asleep on the sofa. Well, no, it was, it was, um, it was the Wales game and it was the Ireland game. And um, I, I probably will. To be honest, the England games are, are pretty dull. I, I get more passionate about it, more agitated about it. Mm. But it, it seems to have been a decent, a decent tournament, really. I don't think the footballs from the games that I have seen outside of the weekend. It's I don't been, think the football's been that good. It's been okay. Do you know what? Actually, I don't what? think there's any great teams in this tournament. Actually. Well, yeah, and that's what actually makes it. You know, I don't know. But they always develop over time. The, the great teams develop. Over I don't know who's going to win this. My gut feeling is Italy um, now. Uh, but but it isn't this kind of. Or Germany, you know, you know, like a functional machine that just yeah, doesn't break down, isn't it? They're just minging, aren't they? Yeah, fucking hate them. Anyway, I don't hate them. That's, you know, that's Brexit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, for the record, I definitely voted Remain. I don't care what anyone else did. I just want to make that clear. Me too. Um, right, so, uh, yeah, but what, isn't this like a symptomatic of what football is now? Is, 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 I, is, I agree is, with that. It's... You don't have to be the best because there's ways. There's some inventive managers out there. I know that we should go and get one. Um, <laughs> there's inventive managers out there who understand football in a way that some other managers don't. Hmm. I think. The, I think the what we've seen so, here. So sorry, the, the, sorry, sorry, Italy. No, sorry, Italy, Iceland, Switzerland. You know, these are all teams that have managed to be greater than the sum of their parts. Wales, yeah. Wales, yeah. Albania, yeah. What did you say? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think you're you're completely right. What I've seen. Now is that this this even the smallest teams that you know back in the day you would have beaten five six nil are so fit and so organised that it's been to a huge detriment to the to the tournament. And then you had the format of being in third place and three draws basically getting, giving That's you a chance a to weird, get through. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's if something to completely just throw out the window because you've got those good stories of, of Wales and Northern Ireland and Republic mm. of Ireland and every game has mattered, mm. but. There's, I've got, I've gone on a horrible run of watching nil nils, and it's, it, you need goals. It's not. Yeah, I think you always you get nil nils at a tournament. I, I've enjoyed the tournament, and I, I think um, going forward, um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the game. Some good teams. I was really impressed with Belgium the other night. I thought they played really well. Yeah. Italy were brilliant yesterday. Germany, 
brilliant. France have been really exciting. And it's going to boil down probably to, you know, you've got Iceland in there as well. Mm. Wales are still, I think it's still an exciting tournament. I think the format, mm. I've liked the format because it's meant that um, teams still had something to play for right quite deep into it. So, mm. no, I, I, I've really I've really enjoyed it. Obviously, just that I, I enjoyed England's first game. I was optimistic. Yeah. When they played that first game against Russia, I was like, you know what, they're not, they're not, they're not fearful. It's not that usual tentative way they went... But then after that, it all went wrong, unfortunately. Yeah, but sure. even though England are out, I think I'll still, I'll still enjoy the tournament. There's some very good teams left in, good players still. Yeah, still Wales well so. there. You never know. They could do something. Yeah. And you know, some of the big guns are still there. Bale's still in it. Ronaldo's still in it. Hazard's still in it. Did you you know? see, so uh, who would you like, if you could choose the winner, who would you choose? I definitely wouldn't choose Wales. That's a fact. <laughs> I nearly, yeah, I nearly went to say that. And I thought, no, God, no. No, no, no. Way. They hate no. us. Have you not seen the video online of them celebrating <laughs> Iceland's goal? The players yeah, go man. crazy. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. But it was fair. For, you know, but fair we were digging and them we out. Never it down. Yeah. We were digging them out. As well. so, um, so go on. Okay. If you okay, it's not Wales, who are you going to choose? I, I want to choose Iceland, but if I'm being realistic, I think it's a bit anti-football, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit anti-football, and um, and I've already seen Leicester, so I've seen one fairy tale. I can't handle another one. Um, I like, I, I like just basically the way they play. Can't handle another fairy tale. <laughs> Italy, I think. Um, Italy. Look, that their performance They're against exciting, who did they play? Sorry, Spain. Spain, Spain right? Mm. So they've, they've, everyone expected them to close up. They went out and attacked Spain. Mm. They attacked Spain, dismantled they did, them. And they did the same thing in the, in the first game against Belgium as well. Right? Mm. They're, they're a very good team. And they're, because um, they're not good enough to win it. Is why I, oh, they, I they could win. Yeah. They could win. I, I put a bet on Italy actually, but but they exhibit um, that key thing that you need to have, which is grit. And mm. we spoke about this on the Beast podcast. Yeah, it is what we like. To, yeah. I keep like keep bringing up, but they do have that, regardless of um, the players that they've got, regardless whether it's the older generation or whether it's people that haven't got a name. Mm. Do you know, like Scalacci got the golden boot. Yeah. Like they always get there or thereabouts because yeah. they've just got that belief, they've got yeah. that steel. Mm. And the Germans are the same. Germans are the same. You know, if, even if they're not on form, like they come into this tournament a little bit off form, when it comes down to it, they know that they know how to do it, they keep their nerve, they keep their shape, they play the, you know what I mean, and they just manage to get through. Whereas we're, we're anti grit, we're so weak. They were saying, they were saying so that's weak. the worst uh, Italian team for 50 years, that's what the press was saying. Yeah. But if, I think if you're a Chelsea fan, you've got to be really excited about what Conte coming on. Don't want to go over old ground, but some Conte's got those characteristics yeah. that you would love in a manager for England. What a great country, though, Italy. You know, they've got. Look at the food. They made invented pasta, pizza, sopratos, <laughs> parmesan. parmesan cheese, yeah. all good. Cars, you know, they got Ferraris. Yeah, they got all that style. stuff. Mafia. They've got the ma- <laughs> they've got the mafia, yeah. which is kind of cool. Sardinia a couple of years ago it was lovely. Great coastline. They've wine. It's a lovely country. What else have they got? Many beautiful women. They, they've got fashion. Yeah. They've got design. They've got all these great. Uh, mm. They've got great history. They've got their own language. Terrible economy. Well, kind of I, I, I love it. But they're a member of the EU. Yeah. Uh, they've, got every, they've got everything, man. But respect, respect to uh, I love to it. Italy. I love yeah. it. Just who do you want to win it? Oh, you know what? I don't. I, I'd like France to win it. I would. I would like yeah, to see France win it um, because. Because of all the because of Giroud in it. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Also, we got a few players left. We got yeah. Ramsey left in there. We got Özil yeah. left in there. You know what I mean? There's still a few. Tottenham of us went out, but no, no. Oh, there's a couple of Tottenham players in Belgium. Belgium three of them. Um, but Mate, no, you, you, you know, you know, I'd like France to win it just because of you know, yeah, what happened with the terrorist attacks time, yeah. and all yeah. stuff like that. I think it'd be nice if if yeah. they won it. So, uh, but. To be honest, I, I'm not. I don't really care who wins it. I just want to see a good tournament from yeah. now till the end. Yeah, yeah let's see but, some but, goals. but but that's why as well. Like just that one time after the week that had had the Brexit thing and how divided everybody is in the we UK needed it. at the moment. We really did. It, all, all of a sudden, it's like right, guys. You know what I mean? All you got to do is beat a supermarket chain, <laughs> and and it'll put a smile on everyone's face. Yeah. It's been pissing it down. The, we've been getting flooded tube stations. Yeah, it's been shit. It's been you know really what? My wife said to me yesterday. My wife said to me yesterday. She goes, "Can you imagine the rest of Europe? They must be laughing their heads off yeah. after we, this whole Brexit thing, and then us getting knocked." We out. cut a video that was supposed to get everyone behind England, <laughs> yeah. and I shared it. And I wrote, "Don't worry, guys. England are waiting at the end of the day." 
<laughs> That's a fucking moron, aren't yeah. What a fucking stupid thing to say. Uh, Jesus. It's, it's, it's really sad, the whole England thing, because you know what? We, we really get behind the team. That's, you know, I, w- I was out there in the Slovakia game, and the, the fans were amazing. They were, the, the atmosphere, mm. you know, that they, it, it was just unreal. And to, to, to know that such a passionate fan base that we've got in this country. And we can't produce a team yeah, that can even, you know, even if we don't win it, go deep into a, a just final or bow out yeah, with it's, pride. It's, yeah, it's, you know, it's a bit it's, of dignity. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, it does hurt me, man. We're begging. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why I get passionate about it because it really burns me. I'm like, this is. Look at the, you know, it's a Premier League with our yeah. fans. When we go to these tournaments, we bring the most fans. Mm. What, we deserve better than what we get. I'd just like to say, right, there, for me, I think that to sum up the tournament, I think it has been um, the fans is probably the the the, the big, um, strong, wonderful part of it. Cause it started really bad, obviously, with the England fans and then the Russian fans. It then turned out there was that whole period. And when you look at sort of how it's become, and, and I think England fans as well have been having a good party, having good fun. But you see all the, the Irish fans. The Welsh, you know, the Irish ones, the police are marching up because there's loads of Irish people where they shouldn't be. And instead of kind of getting defensive, they just disarm them by singing, stand up for the French police, <laughs> sit down for the French police. It, it, it's amazing. And, and the some, fans of the, have been yeah. some of the some of the videos that we've captured, James, you've captured out there yourself, you know, mm. uh, likewise, you guys. and uh, But a lot of the stuff you've seen on the internet, that's, that's actually been, for me, the, the beautiful yeah, thing, right. is, is some of the great moments of f- f- fans, uh, genuine fans, have been captured, and, and I think that's been wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely, Def- definitely for me out there. You know, with the, I was there for a bit of tear gas, and then we went over to <laughs> went over Just to Paris. <laughs> went over to Paris. The, but the thing that I will take away from the Euros is exactly what you just said, which is Ireland drew with Sweden, and then went to no. The, the Ireland got battered, didn't they lose three 0 to Sweden? No, that's Belgium. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Right, the first yeah, yeah, game. Sorry. And yeah. we were in Paris, and we went Correct. to this. Uh, went to what they called Green Street, and there was. There was like ten, fifteen thousand people there, and and four police, like just <laughs> stopping cars from going each other, at, going to each end. And I think that's hopefully what will be the resounding thing is that football fans are just there to have fun, and what that's what's been the overriding thing in the end. Yeah. And I hope that that will be remembered by a lot of the uh, police forces at the other places that we'll are go you, to. Are you listening, be, Yeah. Because it can be, <laughs> you, you don't have to fly in with tear gas. You can just wait. And they'll, you know, I think this is a good, good place to, to end. Um, the, the fans have been amazing, and I spent the time with Austrian fans and never thought, never even thought about Austria much. To you were blown away, by I really was. It was an amazing experience. You can look at all of these videos that we've been talking about in the last five minutes on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Paul Street. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> remember to uh, subscribe. And leave a review, good or bad, actually. I read on the internet that bad reviews are as good as good <laughs> reviews. So, yeah, say whatever you want. Yeah, just what, what do you think a bad review might consist of, Flav? It probably, I get the C word thrown at me quite mm-hmm. a lot, unfairly. But, yeah. I quite not. like it. Not that, you know, I, I did actually, because I did that thing on uh, for the Righty podcast. Um, yeah. I did an interview on Arsenal Fan TV. And, yeah, that's not, great. not that I got it bad, but they were saying, calling me Harry Kane, old Harry Kane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got yeah, handsome that's Harry Kane. That's yeah. Handsome, yeah. This is nice stuff. It's, this is nice stuff. But when someone just goes, <laughs> <laughs> why are you such a kid? Or just, that's it. That's it. Just the simple word. You're like, mate, come on, be creative. Tell me how to improve. Yeah. Right? yeah. Don't like it. Positive feedback, yeah, constructive. Yeah. Robbie, go on, give me some of your. T- I like trolling it. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I, really. loved it. I heard you at the first. Was it the first ever podcast you were going around your favourite trolls? And the favourite one, resoundingly, was was on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Becky Bellin giving his opinion. <laughs> Sorry, just give us that again, Lee. Who's this Becky Bellin giving his opinion? That's a great one. I love that one because he didn't have to watch. Well, the first one I got was. Um, I'm getting a slightly cunty vibe from Mr. James. <laughs> <laughs> and this presenter is awful. Get a new one, which was constructive. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob, do you, you, you favourite? You don't get that. You just too get many. Too many. I get. Do you get? Do you get a hate? Yeah, I think. Still, listen, if you if you're out there, you're always going to get a bit of hate. Yeah. But, you know, you just, don't do get you, overwhelming. 
Get a lot of hate from Spurs fans. Yeah, but that's part of it. <laughs> but that's part of it. That's part of it. You know, we, listen, it's all good. Mm. <laughs> it's all oh, good. and God, do you know what we, uh, what we haven't? Yeah. In fact, we'll mention it on the intro that we'll now do. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. Great. All right. Seamless. That's it. <laughs> this is what I like. I love those bits when you get behind the curtain. When you listen to other podcasts. And yeah, you're bits, out, don't they? That's the best bit. Yeah, don't cut it out. Leave it all in. It's the glory. <laughs> Just No, but what you actually mean there is we haven't got any money to, or an editor to edit it. Yeah, that again, getting people behind the curtain. Again. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading once again. This is Long Ball Street. Best See- podcast on life. See you at the far post. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.